0: Hello and welcome to my podcast. It's your 10-minute consultation to retrain your brain for success. I'm Chartered Psychologist, Dr. Audrey Tang, and in each session, I'm going to look at a different interpersonal problem, give you the psychological explanations for why it occurs, the common reactions, and suggest some behavioral solutions you can try. I'm never seeking to change your practice. You've got here just fine without me, but simply broaden your options. The more choices we have in a situation, the more effective we're likely to be. Today I'm looking at managing stress. Now this is revisiting a common question from A-level psychology, what is stress? Well simply it's a physiological reaction to the perception of a threat and the body prepares to fight or fly. This means adrenaline pumps, our heart rate goes up, our blood pressure goes up, we may sweat, our muscles may tense, our chest may tighten, altogether it's a very unpleasant feeling. And for some, especially those in a panic attack, you may feel that you might be sick or you have a genuine fear of death and that causes you even more anxiety. Luckily most of us experience only a low degree of stress which often at some point goes away allowing our bodies to relax once again. However there is a word of warning, if that perceived threat does not disperse it can result in physical exhaustion because the body cannot withstand such pressure for that length of time. It will either, metaphorically, like an overstretched elastic snap or loses elasticity. And then you need external and perhaps medical support for stress-related illnesses such as heart attack, raised blood pressure, stomach ulcers, and so on. So what can we do about it? Well, I'm gonna give you three methods. The first is, recognise the triggers. I'd like you to try this. Think of a time you were particularly angry or frustrated and see if you can recognise where you feel that frustration or that anger starting in your body. Maybe you notice your hands beginning to tap or your leg. Maybe you feel it in your chest or your stomach. But before we go on... I'd like you now to think of a happy time, a relaxed time, perhaps a lovely memory, a place that's important to you. Make it vibrant, really make that vibrant, the sounds, the smells, the sights. Enjoy it and just recognise those sensations. So now let's look more unemotionally at that first reaction. If you can recognise where your stress starts, see if you can then identify the trigger. And then you'll either be able to avoid it or deal with it. Now, when I say avoid, I do mean this only applies if you don't have to use it. So, for example, if it's a particular route to work or maybe it's a person you don't need to see. But if it's unavoidable, you need to deal with it. So, method number two is dealing with it. Now, Of course, dealing with every specific instance is too complex for a podcast, but one thing is likely to work in all situations and circumstances. When addressing the problem, stick to the facts as much as you can, trying to keep emotion out. What you want to do is head for resolution before vindication. I actually find having an agenda helps because that helps me stay on track because I find emotion tends to distract me. When you've recognised the trigger or when you're about to deal with something, then I would also engage in some calming techniques. Now the best calm techniques to use, whether for the trigger or for dealing, is anything that takes you outside your head. Why? Well, How much more angry do you get when someone says to you, oh, calm down. And really, how easy is it to just breathe when you're very upset? So try these. Count the bricks on a wall or the second hand on an analogue clock or the paving stones, something that you can look at physically. Alternatively, maybe have a crisis kit, something that you can draw from immediately. You feel that trigger. For me, I tend to get quite hot and sweaty. So I have a fan and I've also got a stress ball. It gives me something to do with my hands. Or find a way to release all of those feelings. Run, scream, sing, dance, anything that gets that energy out. But Don't always resort to ranting. You may think it makes you feel better, but research actually shows that sometimes it makes us feel worse and potentially isolates us because our friends don't really like it all that much. And here's my secret tip. Removing the root does not always remove the sensation of stress. You actively do need to deal with that too. So if you have resolved the issue, firstly, well done because really it's not easy. A lot of us will go to great lengths to avoid dealing with things. But then take the time to release the rest of that tension slowly, manageably. Bear in mind that we tend to release energy in different ways, depending on the type of person we are. We call it the yin and the yang of self-compassion. Those of us who prefer to relax and be kind to ourselves in a more soothing or yin manner may prefer things like a spa or a bubble bath or relaxation tapes those of us who prefer the yang style slightly more driven slightly more energizing maybe you want to read something that really gets your mind stimulated or have a chat or have a laugh with friends either way do try and release that tension Maybe even start by simply revisiting that positive memory at the start of today's session. Or better still, actively engage in it. And that comes to the end of our session. For longer practical exercises for personal professional effectiveness, do subscribe to my weekly webinar show, Energy Top Up, presented alongside award-winning parent and family coach, Sharon Lawton, which is on my YouTube channel, The Wellness League.